Last time on the Arius Adventures. And you are also the first one to wake up. We owe you quite a bit of thanks, actually. I'm always willing to help out anyone in need. Is there uh, anywhere else I might go for some quiet today? Smithhurst Cove, which is just outside of the city. Also, those explorers who like to, you know, search along the coast or maybe take a, a small dinghy out a bit into the water and do some exploring for the lost floating city of Hidden Crank that supposedly sank into the Gajiston Bay. Okay, I'm going to open the door and sort of call in, hello, uh, I'm looking for the Alley, I'm looking for the Alley Block Brothers. Hello, welcome to Alley Blocks. What can I do for you today? He's not the brains, he's an idiot. Okay, no, it works. It floats and it sinks. It just it needs a couple of things, but it does it does mostly what it's supposed to do. I turn back to the other guys and I go, I assure you he is a consummate professional <laughs> with like my <laughs> hands on my hips. <laughs> yeah, the two brothers are like, are you sure you're getting paid? Is he paying us or are you paying us? I'm paying you and I'm fairly certain I'm going to die. You really want to get out into the water. <laughs> and <laughs> and jolt out what road feels as six meaningly pieces of shiny metal. Um, so... <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you guys follow him back into this, like, enclosed courtyard area that kind of, like, shares with a couple other buildings crowded around here. You see a large metal and bronze-plated ball. Okay. And it is coppery-looking and bronze. You see it's got, like, four windows uh, around it and then, like, a giant hatch open on top. And, I mean, like, the it's pretty big. It looks like it probably fits like two to three people snugly okay. inside. And you see a couple of um, levers and whatnot on the inside. Uh, you've never seen anything like this. I mean, like when, he, in, when his brother described it as a ball, he wasn't kidding. This, that's exactly what this is. Okay. Um, I uh, sort of. He, yeah, he get, walks up to it. He's like, hey there, girl. Ready to get back in? Today's the day. So he goes up and weirdly pets the side of it. Right then. (laughs) (laughs) Note to self, wipe down interior. Uh, (laughs) So, uh, so is it like, so is it on like a cart of some kind that we're going to drag or? It's it's actually just sitting on the ground itself. Okay. You do see um, an unhitched wagon just over off to the side that looks like it could possibly hold its weight if just needs lifted and put over there and then oh. pulled because you don't see any horses. Okay, so I turn to Vemeth and and I go, well, here's the reason that we're here today, so let's go ahead and lift this bad boy up. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, get bad lady uh, up onto <laughs> the, <laughs> up onto that cart over there. <laughs> What the fuck is that? Probably death trap. I mean, it's the thing that's going to take me to the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> you sure you're up for that? And that that looks like a cannonball with eyes. And cannonballs definitely are death. 
Well, at least I won't be bored. Uh, so <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> so the fellas go on either side of it and they look to each other and whatnot. Are you helping them oh, no, or are I'm you observing. just standing back and letting them <laughs> I, I, do oh, Okay. <laughs> In fact, I intend to sit on top of it while it gets towed through town. So <laughs> classy. I like it. I'm an, I'm an asshole cat. I mean, like, <laughs> so yeah, these these two guys, like you see, they both you now brace themselves and whatnot, and you watch along with Naomi and and Get says these two guys, like they lift that motherfucker. It doesn't get very high, but they definitely are able to lift it a good two, three feet off the ground as they start making that strenuously, strenuous walk over to the cart and whatnot. Uh, They're definitely taking their time and, you know, bending with the knees and whatnot, doing everything you're supposed to do. And uh, they heave it onto the back of this wagon. both already just like breaking out into sweats again with that, their muscles bulging and whatnot. Um, make an insight check as you're observing this. Uh, that would be a 21. Okay. Watching these guys in action and whatnot and really getting a good look at their physique and everything. These aren't just like overly large humans. These look to have maybe giant blood in them. Uh, Goliaths. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, hence the tattoos. Um, okay. Yep. I sort of stow that away in my mind. Uh, unperturbed, since giants are not my favorite enemy. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Alrighty. Um, yeah, these are the first two Goliaths you've seen here in areas. You haven't come across any so far. You remember them you know, having, what were they called? Herds or clans back in your old home, homeland and whatnot. They were a bit more troublesome, Mm -hmm. you know, raiders and whatnot, marauders. But I mean, getting a good look at these two guys, they seem pretty, pretty with it. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, they've given me no reason to have anything less than respect for them. So I won't. (laughs) All righty. So, yeah, they finally get that on there, and they're just like, and uh, Vemoth is just like, right, so where are we pulling this big glass? And then uh, Gitz is just like, oh, yeah, i got to take to my brother's boat, uh, the the mermaid. That's not a very original name, but eh, whatever. But, yeah, take it, take it out to the mermaid, and we'll let us be off. We're going to go back out there. We're going to find... Our lost sunken city, and I can't wait. He seems like genuinely excited. You're sure that that's a lot, mostly due to the drugs he's been taking. That's okay. <laughs> I will use what I've got. <laughs> Na- so, Naomi looks at you. Are you really going to climb into that thing? That looks indeed. And I climb up there right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I sort of sit on top, and I go, "Let's go." <laughs> Vemoth gives a chuckle and Emoth just grunts. Um and Naomi and, and Gitz just follow as as the guys pull the cart out into the streets. And you make your haul through the streets and whatnot. People part ways for this thing, this this, this tiny parade. People are just like, the fuck is this? 
oh no, he's going to try to put it out there again, isn't he? Like you just pick up on all these little conversations along the way as you're sitting in your judgmental perch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, like sort of bouncing my knee, like sort of kicking my legs over the edge and like tapping up my knees inwardly going, you're not going to die. 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 <laughs> I mean, you probably are You're not going to die. <laughs> I wonder what the guys are getting up to now. <laughs> <sighs> Little do I so, know. <laughs> so yeah, you guys arrive at uh, the smaller docks where smaller boats and stuff are. And you see this, you know, this well-kept yet worn and mm -hmm. old ship. Um, it looks like it's a good... Gift. I don't know. I, I don't know boat sizes, so pardon my nautical terminology. It's going to be fine, terrible here. So <laughs> you you see, uh, did I introduce the yeah. other brother? Yeah. Yeah. Lent, yep. Lent, Lendoc. That's right. Uh, that's what I thought. I'm like, okay, I'm spacing out. So yeah, you see him as he's doing this, preparing the boat and whatnot. And he sees you guys. He's just like, oh, God damn it. Huzzah! Huzzah! There she is. Oh, you actually found people to load up the old gal. I did. I did, and I'm super excited. Aren't you, Len? We're going back out there, and it's going to be fantastic. Len's just like, yep, proud of you. Alrighty, well... Climb aboard. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Are we really letting another girl on board? Last time she last time we let a girl on here, she puked everywhere. You don't have a choice. I call out from the top of the <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> so the the brothers once or the two the two uh Goliaths once again like heave and hoe together as they carry this motherfucker and place it in the designated spot and whatnot and get is getting more and more excited like you see he's like even more jittery and whatnot you see his hands are kind of like trembling and shaking a little bit with excitement len's just kind of like oh, she's rolling his eyes whenever he can he's just like hey well we're actually doing this we're actually heading out oh god all right here we go. So, uh, quick question: Yes, are uh, are Vemeth and Enith coming with us? Are they? That is up to you. You can invite them to come. I mean, there's room on the on the boat for for all of you if you want. Um, are, are they are they needed to get like the craft over the side and back on? Or um, there are some. Uh, uh, Len does point out that there is like a fairly decent chain system, but. He does admit that the crank is kind of broke, so perhaps having the muscle wouldn't hurt. Okay. Uh, so I turn to Vemoth and Emoth and I go, so you can either cash out now and head back, or uh, if you'd like to make even more gold today, come out with us and help us operate the the, uh, the crank. Uh, Emoth silently leans into Vemoth and refers to him and whatnot, and Vemoth is just like, okay, okay. All right. We're in, but Emoth wants to know if if he can scratch you behind the ears real quick. He's super curious about your first. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, I know it's stupid. He's not very bright. So, so Road looks at him like, how how tall is both of them? How tall are these guys? I mean, they're oh, guys. Yeah, they're like, what, like seven, eight feet or something oh, yeah. like that, right? Easily. Okay. So I sort of walk up close. I tilt my head up. I look him right in the eye and I go, okay, but make it fast. <laughs> you see like this <laughs> sparkle of twilight in Emoth's eyes as he's like a kid at Christmas. <laughs> as he like daintily reaches his big giant ass hand down and scratches you behind the ear. And you kind of like instinctually like let out a little purr. Just, you know, it happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like clamp it down, like out of America. Just like, you don't like this. You don't like this. Even kind of like lets out an almost squeal, and then he quickly pulls his hand away and he shakes his head. And Vemus is like, okay, we're in. All right, get on the boat. (laughs) (laughs) I just sort of like stand there and like let them walk past. I try to decide if I feel dirty or not. <laughs> uh, he, I, decide he, I decide I'm okay with it. <laughs> you get the idea that Emeth is probably as smart as Tagoro. So, yeah. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, with that, you guys all board and set off. All right. So, we're setting out on the, let's see, what did he say? The mermaid. Throughout the rest of the morning and early afternoon, uh, you guys head deep out into the ocean. And last time you were, you know, this far from land was, well, when you left home. So um, how's that experience going for you? Uh, I think that Road likes it. Okay. I mean, he's, he's all about, it's the journey is far more important to him than the destination. Alrighty. And so like the act of getting places is just thoroughly enjoyable for him. Awesome. You see um, the two, the Goliaths They're they're totally fine. Um, you don't see get, he must be below deck, mm-hmm. but uh, Len, he's, you know, managing most everything else and you find naomi sitting off to the side like leaning up against you know one of the posts as she's like tuning her instrument looks like she's like purposely not standing or or exploring the the rest of it she seems to be kind of like setting and she's like just focused on her instrument at the moment she kind of looks a little pale (laughs) okay um so I, uh, uh, I guess Rhodes will sort of tear himself away from the, you know, the the sides of the <laughs> of the ship. There, you know, sort of the feel of like the salt and the wind in his fur. Tagoro uh, had his Titanic moment. Now it's yours. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I'm tempted to make a drawing like your French girl joke, uh, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, but anyway moving on right past that uh, so he'll uh he'll head over to uh to naomi and uh uh sort of plop down uh sort of cross-legged on the ground uh sort of stooped i think road usually when he stands is a little like stooped at the shoulders mm-hmm. um and uh and so he'll sit down next to her and just go 
you know, say something to the effect of, so do you, uh, do you know many songs? Um, I know quite a bit, actually. Um, no sea shanties. Sorry. She gives like a nervous laugh. <laughs> and, uh, Rhodes sort of chuckles at that too and goes, well, what about songs from your home? Her ears kind of droop a little bit. Oh, I don't. Um, I know some songs. Um, she she kind of is just like kind of at, at the mention of her home. She she kind of looks a bit nervous about that. So, uh, uh, Rhoda just sort of stays kind of quiet for a moment, and he goes, "Where is?" home for you right now nowhere just with my brothers home enough I suppose um home I guess you could say was the kingdom of Rymore what what happened to Rymore um well I mean still there it still exists just not home anymore (laughs) she gives like a little nervous laugh Okay, so, uh, well, I can understand that. I, uh, you know, the road's been my home for as long as I've had the name. Oh. So. Um, Megan, since you're sitting, like, right up there with, like, close proximity to her, make an inside check. Okay. Uh, that would be an 18. (sighs) Um, since you're, you know, fairly close proximity to her now and you take her giving her a closer look, you notice that like there's like the faint tan of a ring around her neck and uh okay. also the sleeves kind of fall back from her wrists and you see also kind of like that same similar kind of like calloused ring around them as well. Okay. So um noticing this uh, I think Rhodes sort of changes his body position and becomes more of a more sprawled out on the deck, uh, more of a you know a sort of a, a lounging position, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, sort of looking up at the sky. And he goes, "You know, the nice thing about the road is that it's free. It's whatever you want it to be. You can go anywhere that you like. It's entirely up to you." She kind of like peeks out up at you and she's just like that's that does sound nice that's kind of what my brothers and I are are hoping to find well then I'm glad we're going with you yeah definitely it'll be nice to your group your friends seem really friendly oh they're bastards oh oh they're the best kind of bastards (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) well that's good how I'm I'm curious how how did you guys all meet? Have you guys all traveled together for a long time? Well, that's a complicated question. Um, we uh, well, we met in a bar, and uh, we took a job to go find a, uh, a, a another ranger who was lost, and uh, it seems like we were only gone weeks. From our end, nasty bit of business. And uh, when we got back, it 
We've been gone for three years. She so, like has a shocked look on her face. How how do you lose track of time like that? That that it was a very special place we were in. Was it a bad place? It had its moments. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I think it's I think it'll be a better place now. That's that's good. So this adventuring thing is pretty you guys are all pretty solid at it. Still alive. <laughs> that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's usually the best credential for adventurer, I suppose. <laughs> I suppose so. <laughs> Guess I'm kind of new at it all. You could do some fancy things with that uh, uh, that instrument of yours, and you're pretty quick with the blade. I think you'll be all right. Well, thank you. So where'd you learn to play like that? Well, I learned from my mother, who was a musician. Um, and I've been playing pretty much ever since she taught me. Before she passed. Well, don't stop. It's, uh, you've got a, quite a gift for it. I'm sure that wherever your mother is, she's very proud of you. Well, thank you, Rode. I really appreciate that. You're very sweet. Well, I have my moments, I suppose. <laughs> she gives you a, another shy smile. She at, Now that her instrument is tuned, she begins plucking at it delicately. And it has just kind of like, again, I, I don't know if you heard her play last night, but it, it has a very like slow, relaxing melody to it. Um, kind of like picture that Japanese type Kodo strumming. That, that type of music. Right. So it's just like that okay. very, it kind of like almost tells a story with how it goes. Like you just kind of find yourself losing yourself to, to the music. And it just almost seems, even seems to fit the, the, the atmosphere of the weather and whatnot. Okay. So is she like playing like a, like a dulcimer? Yeah. Yeah. It's or... like a dulcimer. Uh, yeah. Kind of instrument I'm basing it off of is like the Japanese Kodo. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So well, that sounds very beautiful then. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So Road just sort of sits and listens quietly to the music. Um, I'm assuming I'm taking at least a short rest. Oh, definitely. Right yeah. All right. It, it's so been I'm going to roll Yeah, some it's been a good, I was going to say, it's been a good <laughs> couple of hours now on the mission. Okay. Uh, all right then. So this will take more than just one die. Uh, so that is eleven. Okay, that'll, that'll do me. Get eleven hit points back. All righty. Spent two hit die there. All right. So it gets to be uh, late afternoon now. Okay. As uh the ship kind of seems to slow a bit and whatnot. And Len goes below deck and you hear him yelling for his brother and whatnot. And you hear a, Oi, I told you not to bring that garbage on my, you know, the rules. 
you hear Gitz just like, no, 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 please, no, I need it, please, please, please. And you hear footsteps pounding up the stairs and whatnot as Len's carrying this huge, just like giant glass bong looking thing. And then just like pours this white, almost sparkly content out over the side of the ship, just dumps it. And uh, Kit just is like panicking. You see, he's kind of like got his his uh, eyes are like super red rimmed and whatnot, and and everything. He looks pretty strung out. He's just like, no, 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 please, please, please. That's my lucky statue. I'm saving it. Please, what are you doing? And Lynch is like, you know the rules. I don't care what you do on your side of the shop, but on my ship, my rules. And he empties out the rest of it and then throws the empty glass bottle to his brother and turns to the two of you sitting there and he's just like um getting just about there uh how are you two holding up no no see she's not gonna puke is she no she's fine she's great (laughs) lovely i do an inside check to see if she's gonna puke (laughs) (laughs) go ahead uh, and that is a 24. Oh, she looks, a little, after talking to her and kind of distracting her from the movement of the boat and whatnot, she, the colors kind of return back to her cheeks and whatnot. She seems okay. She's fine. <laughs> um, uh, and so I, I look again and I go, besides, we need you clear-headed for this. I need somebody to teach me how to operate this contraption. And he looks at Bertha and sort of does a little bow and goes, Milady. Uh um okay uh well i mean i could he i could go with you i could run her i could run her real good i bet you could kid but um (laughs) you know you're a family man you got a brother and ties to the community um like oh please take him with you It'll, it'll be good for him please all right. Lynn, Lynn, Lynn's just looking at you with like dead sarcastic eyes. Please. <laughs> <laughs> your ship, your rules, Lynn. Uh, <laughs> so, how do we work Bertha then there, Git? <laughs> okay. Well, I guess since we're almost there, come on in with me. Be nice to her, okay? She's a lady. So he climbs up the ladder and pulls himself in. I climb up after him. I look back at Naomi and I go, I'm fairly confident I'm going to regret this. And then I climb her back <laughs> down inside Bertha with Git. Okay. So what you see, he's like, all like, he's like stroking the console. He's just like, I can't wait to play with you again. It's been so long. And then he turns his attention to you. Okay, so you're going to be my co-pilot. That's fantastic. Excellent. So, so what do you what do you want to know about her? Well, uh, let's say that I need to know the basics on how to operate her. You know, in case you get sleepy or something. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Again, he just like looks really wide-eyed at you and everything. So he gives you a basic rundown of the console in front of you. There's, you know, dozens of levers on like steering the different um, uh, 
paddles and whatnot. He uh, shows you buttons that will turn on these uh, land, these lights that will illuminate the area in front of you about 15, 20 feet ahead. And then he yeah. shows you uh, these two kind of like, um, oh, console levers that uh, extend out these uh, clawed arms from either side of the, uh, the, the, glo- the ball that can be mm-hmm. used to like move and pick up smaller loads like if you're sifting through silt and whatnot mm-hmm. um okay. he says he's got a like a, a hook that will okay. shoot out okay if, if you need that's got like okay, like a grappling yes. of some kind jesus words okay. were not working for me <laughs> so okay. yeah a grappling hook and a spear and uh, okay. then he points behind, like he shows you the back of the ball and shows you like where the oxygen tank is and whatnot and, and the okay. engine stuff. And he says that it should have about an hour's worth of air as okay. long as everything has been properly patched up and sealed. Yes. Okay, so we should be good for about an hour. Any way of measuring that time. I usually just kind of uh, count in my head and keep track. That sounds sound okay. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> that's what we're going to do. <laughs> Len on the outside, like he and Naomi are standing inside. Like you see them in the front of the window in front of you. And he's just like, <sighs> I have a pocket watch you can borrow. Get so you don't kill this man. I mean, I'm pretty sure you're going to kill him anyways, but at least, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thank you for sacrificing your watch. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay, so we've got the watch mm-hmm. uh, and uh, make sure it's wound. And uh, all right, so what do we need to do to get underway here? Get, what do we need to do, Lynn? Oh, well, uh, well, we just, once we get to the spot that I last mapped out, then we just have your two big fellas just pretty much chuck us overboard. And then uh, I activate the the uh, weight system. So we start sinking down and cross our fingers and hope that the uh, rotation stuff will bring us back up when it's time to come up. All right, then. So let's get to work on any preparations we need then cool uh all right so um does it just be in and get going down then? um there's room for three i mean there are three seats so um get is just like he, he's just like at the he turns to len he's just like you want to come with or you want to stay here i know last time you said you're going to come with me and then you lied to me so how about you come now? And Len's like, nope, someone's got to watch the ship because I don't think either of these three people here still know how. Naomi's just like, nope. Uh, so I'll, uh, Rodel and invite Naomi, you know, and hey, you know, you want to see something that you've never seen before slash I've never seen before slash please don't leave me alone inside Bertha with Git. <laughs> <laughs> um, her ears kind of do that like, questioning kind of like you know one ear goes up one ear goes down and she's just like 
I suppose it'd be worth trying something that I can brag to my brothers about. Yes, and you most assuredly won't all die inside this thing. Oh, <laughs> um, I didn't think of that. You know yeah. what? You know, new to, here's to new things. As she, as a good sport, starts climbing up the, the ladder to climb in with you guys. All right. So the three of us down to the bottom. Uh, and as she climbs out and I, I whisper, be careful what you touch. I just uh, won't touch anything. Good idea. Okay. Um, so I ask it real quick. So does the, uh, does will the air last for an hour with three people? Or is that short the time? Yeah. That sounded reassuring. <laughs> well then, Alon <laughs> Z, let's do this. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, the three of you go in. Uh, Len climbs up to the top to close the hatch, and you see he cures it really tight from the outside. As he climbs down, he knocks on the the glass in front of you guys and gives you a sarcastic thumbs up, like oh, my brother's gonna kill you guys, but have fun. <laughs> As uh. uh. <laughs> Naomi looks at you. She's like, you don't regret this, do you? (laughs) I regret nothing. Okay. Neither do I, then. Ask ask me in an hour. Oh, okay. Fair. So So the two two Goliaths on the outside start wrapping these chains around uh, where you see Len pointing and directing. And they both go over to the crank. And one of them tries the crank, and you see it just doesn't budge. And then the other one... The both the two are working together. It start you hear it like let out this heavy groan, and they start cranking it. And then with a jolt, you two are you three are lifted up, not gently, in, into the air. Oof. Yeah, <laughs> you see. Uh, as this is happening, Git is buckling himself into the only harness that is installed on all three seats in here, as you two are almost like jostled out of your your seats. Well, glad you <laughs> took the time to install at least one harness there, Git. Uh, I- you know, I was planning on the others, but I haven't made it. We'll do that in the next update. So, yeah, next right, update. Right. You see he like okay. pulls out a little notebook and starts writing. Don't forget for co-pilot all right he tucks his stuff back in you guys are being heft hoisted higher up into the air and the crank then with a groan shifts and swings out over the water and then uh you, you hear a creak and a groan as the uh the arm of the uh the the hoist mechanism just like mm-hmm. immediately drops with a sudden like crack <laughs> and you guys are just suddenly dropped into the ocean Yahoo! <laughs> you see like naomi's clutching the arms of her chair with, with that get pushes a couple of buttons and you guys you hear something starting to roar belife, uh, to life beneath you and you begin descending down into the depths of the water awesome We'll be right back with the rest of the episode after a quick word from some of our other fellow podcast friends.
Hey guys, do you want to hear some new and veteran-ish players as they dive into a completely homebrew world created by our talented DM Liam? Then join us for an old-school, authentic D&D experience as we focus on collaborative storytelling in an open world, allowing us, as players, to cause as much anxiety as possible for our DM. Catch us on most podcast platforms, visit our website, and come chat to us on social media. Modified Rule. Come and join the adventure. Greetings, friends. Just a quick word before we jump back into the show. If you've been enjoying this week's episode, please take the time to review us wherever you get your podcasts. Reviews help us spread the word and grow the show so that we can bring you even more exciting content. And whenever you find yourself wanting to know more about Arius, Farwind, or our fantastic players, please make sure to check out our website at partyadvantagepodcast.com. You'll find it full of character backstories, lore, maps, and much, much more. Thank you so much for listening, and now, back to the show. Did it. We really did it. (laughs) (laughs) I just have to survive it. (laughs) All right, so. (laughs) All righty. Okay. So, you guys Mm -hmm. begin sinking down with quite a bit of, of of movement you see get now has gone quiet and appears to be working rather focusedly like he's not nervous or muttering to himself you don't when he reaches for something you don't see his hand shaking or anything like he seems to be kind of in the zone at the moment which you know is really surprising to you I am not going to do anything <laughs> to distract him. <laughs> <laughs> you see, Naomi's ears are kind of like at that laid low position a cat has when they're like not sure about something. <laughs> As you guys, it's gonna be fine. Uh huh. Or it's not. But we'll find. <laughs> we'll find out in an hour. <laughs> uh-huh. So, uh huh. So it doesn't. It doesn't feel like very long till you see he switches on a couple of of switches and before you the ocean in front of you begins to light up as you see you are close to the bottom and you see some rocks and coral and whatnot some larger fish this deep below a large like octopus off to the side resting in the sand and uh with a couple of presses of buttons you hear a motor behind you guys uh spring to life as you again lurching forward okay um so does does git have an idea of, of where we're going to look or can we see out the window we see any clues anything like that might lead us in a general direction uh also um, any references ahead. so that we know where to surface <laughs> <laughs> um there there is like a, a like i don't know um like a compass type odometer thing okay. on, on the console in front of him that kind of like is measuring your guys's depth and whatnot okay and uh there are four round windows on on mm-hmm. all four sides so you guys can turn and, and look out any of the not just the w- big window in front of you but two on the sides and one one behind you although that one's a little bit more geared by like the engine and the 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 flippers of the 
machine. Okay. Okay. So, uh, and there are lights on the sides too, so that way, you know, you guys can okay. look. And he's not moving at a fast speed. It's probably going five, yeah. ten, five miles an hour that way. Yeah. Okay. So if you um, want to make a, uh, uh, let's see, what a survival check. Survival yeah. check. Yeah. Uh, I'm. Yeah, no, I. That's an eight. Oops. With. Even with even with my plus five, that's <laughs> so. Um, you see, get is kind of like mutter, kind of like talking to himself, like oh, it's like he's looking at the window ahead as you're looking to the one to the right, and all of a sudden Naomi pipes up on the left side. She's like, "Oh, what's that?" She points out her window. I will dash over and take a look. You see. What at first appears to just be like a large shelf of, of rock kind of protruding from the ocean. But mm-hmm. uh, as you look, you, you kind of see like where the faint light hits it to where it almost has like a, a gleam of metal. Okay. So I call out to get, yeah, over there, over, over that way. You point, he's just like, oh, okay, okay. He like shifts into gear and whatnot as the machine deftly turns to the left and you guys start heading that way and as you get closer it definitely doesn't look like a ship or like natural rock formations but it just looks like almost like a sheet of metal protruding straight up and it looks to be like a couple stories tall okay so uh, I told Git that is not natural that's something that's fallen in here. Oh, that looks, yeah that 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 looks like a a, a a frame, a structure frame or something. Let's yeah, let's get close. As he shifts it into gear and it lurches forward a little faster, you guys pick up the pace a bit. And as you guys do get closer, it does look to be like a, a support structure of a of a large building or of of some sort. Mm. Okay. And as you get closer, uh, parts of it are like covered in barnacle and coral and just, you know, underwater growth and whatnot. Okay. All right. Uh, so as we get closer, can we see any intact structures? Anything else? Anything else? Uh, Go ahead and make another investigation or survival check, whichever one you feel more comfortable yes. with. Survival is my higher okay. one. That's better. That's a 21. Okay. Uh, as you guys pass that large initial uh, structure that Naomi spotted and you plunge further into it, you see, uh, you guys, it's almost like a weird underwater ghost town. Um, you know, like you've seen pictures of like the Titanic and other ships that have just been spent yeah. years underwater and whatnot. This basically that i mean you see what look to be um tower spires that are poking up you see um what looks to be a uh, giant clock frame like the mm-hmm. face of a clock it's uh arrows are completely covered and and coral and you see fish swimming around it and what 
Um, wow. Yeah. I think like Big Ben, if it was underwater. Okay. Uh, does there look like there's, I mean, because there's no way for us to get out of this submersible without either flooding it or, uh, or drowning ourselves unless we can open up into something that has air, correct? Right. Yeah. So do we see any buildings that might look like that they're still intact enough that they might not be completely flooded? Um, let's see. Go ahead and make another, just one more survival check. Yeah, sure thing. Uh, nice. That is a 24. Okay. Um, a few more minutes further into, as you hear, uh, get muttering to himself, I found it, I found it, I found it. I'm going to be so rich, I'm going to be so rich. There, I'm really excited. Turns to the two of you, guys, it exists. It fucking exists. I knew it was here. I knew it was here. And you guys are here to witness this. I'm so excited, aren't you? Oh, I wish I had my good stuff on me right now. I'm super excited. We should celebrate. We should definitely celebrate when we get back topside. Once we're back in shortcut, celebrate all you want. Yeah. Lay your orgasm till then. Okay. <laughs> Just <laughs> Naomi <laughs> chuckles. Uh, sort of, you know, rub your shoulders a little bit and pat him on the on the, on the shoulder there. Uh, but for now, let's see if we can get a closer look. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so as you guys delve further and deeper in, uh, you are taken back by what appears to be like a glass, a large glass dome up ahead. Looks like a bubble or yeah, as you get closer, it definitely looks glass. And, Underneath it, you see patches of like vibrant green and whatnot, like green foliage. That doesn't look flooded. No, it does uh, not. So let's see. So I, I point that out to the group and I say, let's, there's, there's still air in there. Let's see if we can dock somewhere and get in there. That's a good idea, Naomi says. And uh, gets just like, okay, I'm already one step ahead of you. And he shifts it into another gear as the thing, again, with a jolt, lurches forward and you pick up a bit more speed. Uh, he spends a couple of minutes trying to, like, circle and find an area. And he spots a, a large, like, pipe tube that will definitely fit you guys in. And he navigates up into it and whatnot. And it almost looks to be like an old sewage system of some sort. Like a sewage mm. pipe. Okay. And uh, uh, go ahead. I uh, know. So I'm just, I'm just taking it all in. So we're, we're moving through the pipe here. Mm -hmm. uh, it, we're, what do we, anything, I mean, like, is it clean or is there growth on the side? Again, just like with everything else, there's tons of growth. Again, tons of growth. coral okay. and whatnot. You see some of those giant, like, lantern fish. Okay. But it's not it's not noticeably that there's more growth here or less growth here it's just it's the same as yeah else. yeah i mean the, this okay. place is definitely with your you know archaeological background and i mean i don't know if you have like a special archaeological skills check or whatnot but uh, from your experience and and whatnot this this is definitely a good hundreds years old okay po possibly awesome. possibly even further than that this thing 
looks very old. So Rhodes is downright giddy at this point. He's bouncing a little bit in his chair. <laughs> all, right, all right, let's find, see if we can find the air. Let's see if we can find the air. I want to get out there. I want to see it. <laughs> Naomi gives a, a, a nervous laugh and you see her tails twitching almost excitedly as your leg is bouncing. So she's just like, this is a lot more exciting than I expected it was going to be. I mean, not that I didn't think it was going to be boring, just, you know, you never know what you're going to get into. That's adventure. <laughs> it's amazing. It is. Until you die. Oh, <laughs> that's not. But until then, it's amazing. Yeah. And uh, uh, you guys spot a dim light up ahead as uh, Get navigates that direction and everything. And you guys surface in what appears to be a, a lake. Ooh, and as you okay. pop up and bob a bit, you see that this lake sits in the middle of like this grassy knoll area. Okay. So uh, I want to uh, open up the top hatch. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm like, I'm not even going to ask permission. I'm just going to like hop up there and pop it open. And, uh, and stick my head up and out of the uh, out of Bertha and see what I can see. <laughs> well, you you definitely take in the the air. It's not like fresh air or anything. It definitely smells not not decomposing or terrible. Just you know, it just got that. It just has that old, a little stale. Yeah, yeah a little okay. little stale, and also kind of has that that like a thick grass smell after rain. You know, like that damp. Okay smell to it as well as you see like this place just has wildly growing thick patches of grass um trees that are definitely look like they were planted for a purpose long ago but have just kind of like taken over this area and whatnot um he navigates it up towards what appears to be a good like kind of like parking spot docking spot and he hands you a thick rope up to, you know, if you're able to find something to tie the thing to so it stays in place. Okay. So I'll see if I can hop off and find a place to, to lash us off. Yeah, there's a couple of rocks and tree, you know, like close by trees that you can definitely okay. use to your advantage. Okay. So I'll tie us off to those. Okay. Then. And then uh, they both disembark from underneath uh get definitely excited and wound up naomi like after you help her down onto the grass like looks relieved to be standing on something solid and (laughs) starts taking in the place with curiosity uh all right so i would like to do like a sort of an investigation of the area Mm -hmm. here is there anything of note like anything that really like draws my attention or uh go ahead and make that investigation check as you begin surveying the area okay uh so that's a 17 Mm. you notice an old bridge that looks to be you know mossed over and about a hundred feet ahead on a on a path that's completely overgrown now um you don't hear any animals or or hear anything it's just kind of like this still quiet undisturbed little haven you found um 
further up ahead past the bridge, you see what looks to be like a large circular entryway that looks to be uh, sealed off by uh, large round metal doors. Okay. Um, all right. I will head over towards the doors and see what I can see okay. over there. Um, okay. As you, as you pro- follow the path and come up to the bridge, bridge doesn't look super sturdy. Okay. How, uh, how wide, like how long is the bridge? Can I jump over? Like the I mean, it, sections. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those you could even just walk through the water if you don't mind getting, you know, up to your waist and going through in this area. Okay. So, yeah, I'll do that. Okay, it's easy. Yeah, so you wade through and whatnot, and uh, head over to the doors. You see, they look like they're completely mossed over and whatnot. So you brush some of the stuff away, and you see ancient markings that appear to be written in Nomad. Okay. So I call Git over to see if he can read these. He uh, splashes through the water excitedly as it comes up like up to his chest, almost his chin. And, you know, doesn't even, doesn't, he just seems like super excited to be here. And he's just like, yeah, what's going on? What did these say? Can you read these? Uh... He reaches into his pocket and pulls out his spectacles and puts them on. He's just like, oh, brushes some of the moss away to get a good look. It says, uh, two, hmm, two city main hub and clock tower. Uh, well that sounds fascinating it does it really does can you believe it yeah i can believe it we're pretty awesome we are high five like high fives you and again kind of like misses just like he hits like the side of your hand and still not full on All right, we're gonna work on that. Uh, and uh, so, uh, can I get a sense to like, is there any way for me to tell if the passage beyond the store is is flooded or if uh, or if I can open it safely? Mm, See, go ahead and make another investigation check. Uh, I don't still have the party conspiration, do I? Um, <laughs> no, so, no. no, that's passed. Uh, so that would be a uh, a thirteen. It, you're not able to tell. I mean, you try to go over to like the windowed glass to see if you could like see around it, but it's just it's really fogged over with coral in this area. All right. So I. So where is Naomi right now? She is still back over by the uh, the submarine. Basically, she's like checking out that area, that immediate vicinity. Like she's still within eyesight of you guys. Okay. So I look at Git. I look over at Naomi and I yell, "All right, well, get ready to run, just in case." <laughs> and I wait. What? Go to open the door. <laughs> I don't wait for a response. I try to open the door. <laughs> okay, go ahead and make a strength check. 
That was a seven. <laughs> <laughs> you see, like, Git is super excited, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you, <laughs> oh, man, I wish Tagoro was here right now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe do some stretches while you're getting ready to run, guys. Uh, <laughs> limber up a little. Can I try that again? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay. That's not any better. That's neat. <laughs> yeah, this time you like almost feel your your shoulders pop as you're pulling really hard. <laughs> ah, I have a crowbar. Can I use that? You can. <laughs> okay. You, what does that do this, for me? The second time you're just like, why am I doing this? I'm gonna hurt myself. <laughs> <laughs> crowbar. And I'll go ahead and give you an advantage on that. Okay, so that 20. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So crowbar in there, natural 20. What happens? Okay. Uh, some water does start to spill in, but not like a giant flood. It's more of just like a small or like a, a, a full bathtub or like a, a wave pool okay. splash of water comes spilling out. And it immediately like dies down a bit. And you see a long tunnel glass tunnel that stretches okay uh well shall we and i again don't wait for an answer i carry on this is a brilliant idea naomi's like ah that looks super dangerous she catches up to you guys probably (laughs) i continue (laughs) all right so uh, you see, you see how, I mean, I don't want to completely rip off Bioshock, but it kind of has that, that underwater vibe to it. Um, okay. you also see areas that are like open aired walkway spaces where once like you could travel these air bridges and whatnot when this place probably floated and everything. Um, mm-hmm. but it does, after a while, it does kind of surprise you that there are tunneled areas you know, like glass tunneled areas, and you're not sure like what purpose they served if this was supposed to be a, a city that floated. Right, right. Huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, with my archaeological background, can I get any sense of um, uh, you know, uh, um, any sense of, of, of why these might have been built um, um, it says with my historical knowledge feature when you enter a ruin or dungeon you can correctly ascertain the original purpose and determine its builders whether those were dwarves, elves, humans uh, Yanti or some other known race in addition you can determine the monetary value of art objects more than a century old okay um, I mean as you pass through another archway and whatnot. You, you notice that it also looks to have like an airlock door mechanism like the one that was out in the where you guys first entered and you get the sense that maybe this place had a different original concept behind it than it just being a floating air city maybe it kind of was multi-purpose right. which is pretty ambitious okay but yeah, you, uh, you definitely notice that like the mechanisms and workings of this appear to be like kind of similar to the pressurized mechanisms of uh, Gitz's little submarine. Okay. 
Um, all right. Um, so I guess we'll continue down the passageway then, sort of carefully looking up for maybe cracks forming in the uh, in the walls or anything like that. Okay. You do see some areas that definitely probably shouldn't venture down as you see it being more wet and watery and some places completely collapsed in as water trickles in from behind the rocks and stones and whatnot. Okay. Um, all right. So uh, as we continue on uh, down the safe, the, you know, whatever the safe corridor mm-hmm. path is there, what else do I see? Do we come to under the door? Does it split off anywhere? Um, you do come to a fork in the road. Uh, on the right, you see a narrow uh, enclosed passageway. And then to the left, you see another like large glass tunnel system. Uh, to the right, where it's uh, like a more narrow enclosed area, you spot a couple of things uh, on the ground, like a couple of large forms on the ground. Okay. I want to uh, very carefully approach those and and see if I can examine them. Okay. Go ahead and make another investigation check. Uh, that is a 15. As you get closer, you see that these are decomposed and skeletal remains that patches of them appear to have like moss and again, like coral hardened around them. And these look to be like um, tall figures. Ooh. And they don't appear, I mean, they're humanoid in form, but as you would take a closer look at the skull, the skulls don't look elven or human. Can I determine if they look reptilian or fish or? Uh, make uh, a survival check or a nature check. Okay. Uh, survival. That one, I know nothing. Yeah, you have no fucking idea. Um. All right. <laughs> uh, they just have like these. The only thing you really notice are these large, empty sockets where the eyes would be, and then these large teeth, still like kind of like in the mouth. But that that's pretty much it as far as like what exactly this is, you're not sure. Something that had large eyes and possibly sharp teeth. Okay. Well, I turn to the group. We should watch out for more of these, I suppose. Jesus. Uh and uh I guess I'll continue down that same pathway so are you going to uh, the narrow path on the left or the large op- or the narrow path on the right or the large glass path on the left so the large glass glass path is where i saw the, the forms right no that was the narrow tunnel okay so what do okay so looking ahead down the narrow tunnel do i see anything else um you do like 40 45 feet ahead Bought um, what appeared to be something, some sort of glittering stone. Oh well, shiny can't resist. <laughs> uh, so I will, um, 
I'll turn to the group and I'll go, you know, wait here. And I'm going to try to stealth forward. Okay. And see if I can investigate. Go ahead and make a stealth check. Okay. Uh, that is a modified 20. Alrighty. Uh, nothing appears to come out into the darkness from the darkness and attack you. So as you get closer, you see a, a large coral growth and then embedded throughout it. And in it, you see these like glittering shell like stones that appear to be like colors of turquoise, emerald, um, like a shade of pink. They look to be about okay. the size of quarters. Okay. Um, so looking at it, you said they're embedded in this, mm -hmm. in this, in this living coral. Is it living or is it dead coral? Uh, it looks to be living. Living. Okay. Does it look like I could pull them out without damaging it? Yeah, pretty easily. Okay. Then I'll go ahead and pluck out uh, you know, as, as many of them as I can. Okay. You manage to pluck out, we'll say, five. Okay. So kind of get right. like one of each color. Okay. Sort of look them over my paw and then put them in my pouch. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anything else down this area here? Um, The I path see? continues to go on, only it starts taking on a more like cavernous uh, environment. The further, like it seems to kind of start dipping down, uh, downward, almost into the earth. And uh, like I said, like you start seeing where the metal building structure ends and almost like a more natural formation begin. Okay. So I go back to the group and I say, okay. As you, as you uh, begin to turn around and wander back, you hear Naomi let out like a shriek and gasp mm -hmm. and, uh, and whatnot. You turn around and head back towards them. Yeah, I'll I'll run back. Yeah, when you get back, she kind of is like holding her hands to her to her face, and she's like pointing down the wide open glass tunnel, and she's just like, mm -hmm. "I'm pr I'm pretty sure I saw something move down there, and it looked, I don't know, it looked it looked tall and scary. I'm not quite sure what it was." Okay, and so I say, "You just 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 relax, and just wait right here," uh, and I pull out my bow. And I want to stealth down the tunnel and see if I can find out what it was. Okay, go ahead and make another stealth check. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's an 11. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> clump, 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 yeah. clump. You can't hear me. <laughs> clump, 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 clump. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. All right. So noisily, I proceed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you head, you head down that. You're kind of like stumble on coral or like loose rock and coral here and there <laughs> you're still trying to be pretty pretty stealthy at it uh you kind of go around the bend a little bit and you see a uh two figures with their backs to you at the moment okay um i don't have a token for them but uh as you investigate them, go ahead and make a insight check. Okay. Uh, that's a nine. Okay. These definitely, I mean, you take a moment to really look at them and 
you notice that they both have like sh different shaded green type skin. And mm. they have like these ridge, spiky ridges coming up their backs and whatnot. One of them kind of like turns to the side so you get a profile and he has like these thin like things coming off either side of his face and you see like almost catfish like whiskers hanging down. Okay. Uh, so I, I call out to him. Hail. Uh, sorry, we're, uh, we're travelers. We're a little bit lost here. Can you tell me uh, where we are? Uh, so <laughs> these two figures completely turn to face you and you see these large amphibious uh, fish-like folk. Uh, what are they called? Sag Saguin or something like that? Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, these two things turn around and notice you. And in this uh, weird language, they call out. And one of them chucks his, uh, his spear right in your direction. Oh, so that's how it's going to be, huh? <laughs> so with a 20, I'm assuming that hits you. Yes, it does. <laughs> And you take five damage as it hits the like pierces your arm and grazes past you harsh. And the other like, yeah. how much damage? You uh, five damage. Five damage. Yeah. The other one okay. uh, pulls out a, a flail and a net in the other hand and begins heading towards you as it's calling out as well. All right. Well. Uh... <laughs> So I yell back to the group, the neighbors aren't friendly, and <laughs> and I uh, draw my bow and attack. <laughs> uh, uh, actually, I'd like to do Slayer's Prey on the closest one. Okay. Um, let's see. As you call that out, you hear get in the background. Is that a code word for something? I don't know. A lot of use he's going to be. Uh, so, <laughs> okay. Uh so is it, is it my go or do we need to roll uh, initiative? Or we're going to roll initiative. Let me get this battle map ready too for us. So, all right. And what did you get on your niche? Oh, uh, I got an 18. 18. Nice. So you'll go first, then the enemy, then your allies. All right, and you can go ahead. Okay. Uh, 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 all right. Um, so, and this, so this tunnel goes straight back to my my group here, correct? Mm -hmm. All right. So I am going to move straight back. about here i'm gonna use uh slayer's prey on uh i guess that one okay the one of the one of the left there um is that should be my bonus action on that yeah and the range is 60 feet on that mm -hmm. so that's fine uh and then i'm going to attack it with um my uh with my bow all right go ahead okay so uh 
That is a 16 uh, to hit. That hits. Okay. So that means that is... I love this bow. Uh, so that is 7 plus 6, 13, plus the thorn damage for it. Another 3 points, so 16 plus Slayer's Prey. Another 3, so 19 points of damage. Nice. First hit. All right. Alrighty. So then it is their turn. Well, he's going to go into Blood Frenzy and come up and attack you. So. Alright. Yeah. So... He rushes forward, makes his attack. That attack, Jesus Christ, that's a six. I'm going to guess that misses. And that was even with an advantage, so fuck. Uh, 18 hits you, right? 18 does hit. All right. So, seven points of damage from him. Oh shit! I haven't been taking my two attacks per round. Anyway, oh so shit! Seven points, of damage. seven points of damage. You said? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Alrighty. So, let's see. What does Naomi do? She's gonna cast Bardic Inspiration this round. I was trying to think of something okay. clever to give you, but we'll just stick with what we no. know. That's good. Bardic Inspiration works. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, um, fuck. Get pulls out a small, uh, crossbow bolt and takes a shot at the guy. He's just like, oh, oh, shit. Let's off a fire. And that does. Holy shit. It's a nat 20. Nice. Right? <laughs> Who's my favorite little meth head? Who's my favorite little meth head? <laughs> <laughs> All right, he throws off a chunk of damage. It's ten points of damage. <laughs> nice. So, and we're back up to the top with you. Nice. Okay. Uh, is he far enough away that I would that I can use my ranged weapon without disadvantage? Uh, the guy in front of you. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go ahead and say yeah. Okay. Um. Because uh, he's not the one I hit before, right? Uh, okay, so I will take my first attack on him. Um, uh, and that is a 15. Okay. That hit? Uh, 15. Uh, let me yes. double check. I think that does. Yeah, that, that hits. Okay, so, uh, so he's not the one I have Slayer's Prey on, though. Okay. So... Uh, yeah, because he's not the one I attacked before. Right, right. right. Okay, yeah. Uh, so that's what? 12, 19. Uh, so yeah, that's 19 points of damage for that hit. I'll do my second attack. Okay. Uh, that's 21. Mm hmm. Uh, and. Uh, that is uh, 14 points of damage. Nice. All right, and that's yeah. this guy right in front of you. Yeah, it's the that's guy right in front of you. Okay. Sorry, I'm making sure I'm keeping track of everyone correctly. 
Alrighty. So, enemy's turn. Guy in front of you is going to attack with his spear again. 10 and that misses. That's a 7 and that misses. <laughs> he doesn't attack. Um, The guy in back, let's see. Just going to stick with what we know. We're just going to throw uh, another spear. 14. The 6. So, That's both of those miss. Cool. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, we'll go ahead and have uh, uh, Git go next, and he's going to fire off crossbow bolt. Mm. <laughs> that misses. <laughs> Shoots high, and it tings into uh, the glass the side um and let's see she's going to cast what was that i think it was uh, she's gonna cast bless on you guys bless. so nice. whenever you guys make an attack roll or saving throw before the spell ends the target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to the attack or saving throw so yeah okay sweet sweet and I'm and I'm inspired. Sweet, awesome. Uh, sure. Cool. So that's her turn, and we're back to you. Okay. Perfect. Okay then. So, uh, so how's the guy in front of me looking? Uh, let's see. He is. Uh, he looks like he's ready to drop between that that <laughs> the attack you made and then the that uh nat twenty from. Okay. Freaking get he doesn't look doesn't look that good. All right, so I am going to attack him one last time with my bow here mm -hmm. ideally. Uh, nat twenty. Holy fuck! You know what? Uh, you don't even have to roll damage because he didn't have that much left. How do you want to end this? All right, so <laughs> I just want to put one arrow through the eye and then like like it's nothing. Just take my next shot at the other guy. Okay. So just like, oh yeah, all a day's work, you know, a little showboating. Mm -hmm. uh, and so drop him and then fire my other arrow at the other guy. And that is a 21 to hit, uh, which I'm assuming hits. And so it's 12, plus six. So another 19 damage. Yeah, that, you fucking kill the shit out of him. All right, so they're both dead then. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Uh, cool. All right, so that was my round up my arrows then. Real yeah. Quick. Okay. Uh, all right, so round up my arrows, make sure everybody's okay, and then uh, um, uh, I guess I'll search the bodies. All righty. Uh, you find one of them has a pouch of more of those stones that you plucked off. Okay. So you find uh, six more of those. Okay. All right. So I have what uh, eleven of those now? Is that one? I uh, yes. So how how long have we? How much of the the air in the uh, submersible have we used? You've probably used about a half hour's worth. And since it's currently not running at the moment, 
you have another half hour. Okay. Okay. So plenty of time to give. So we've got enough time to get back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, okay. So I uh, got my 11 colorful stones here. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I will turn to the group and uh, say, well, um, I get the feeling that we're, we've worn out our welcome. Uh, <laughs> what do you say we get back to the surface and uh, uh, report back to, to Lynn? I'm sure he's worried about at least two of us. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just like, no, no, there's like a whole store. I know, I know. And we'll come back. I promise. I promise? Believe me. I promise. Believe me, I love to kill some fish. Uh, but I did leave some companions behind, uh, back at the, uh, at the end. So, and my brothers will be terrified if I'm not back anytime soon. They'll think I've been like captured or something. Yeah. And we don't want Lynn to leave without us thinking that we're dead on the bottom. So, uh, I guess maybe we should head out and, you know, Live to fight another day, as it were. With reluctance, get agrees to head back with you guys. Okay. And uh, as you guys head back, uh, you climb back into your submersible. Uh, this time, Naomi's a bit more relaxed, and she's definitely ready to go. Oh, by the way, she cast Cure Wounds on you. Oh, yeah. Uh, I guess I could have done that to myself as well. Well, she, so. she goes ahead and does that for you. Okay. So, so how much do I you regain? You take back 13 points of health. Um, I will also cast it on myself. Okay. So I'm still not back up to full. Uh, and so that'll... Oh, sweet. Uh, that'll give me another nine points, which will almost bring me back up to full there. Perfect. Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, all right. So you guys head back the path you came. Uh, you hear uh, Git muttering to himself, like making mental notes of this and that as you guys putter your way back up to the surface. Um, find the, you putter up just like right up next to the boat as if he's got a f- perfect memory as to where to go. Um, you hear uh, clanging and whatnot as you hear the hooks being hooked into the sides of the submersible and um, the crank jerks up and lifts you guys ahead. However, as you guys lift into the air, you notice right next to the ship, a larger galley that is pretty much parked up right on top of you. And as you turn and see your guys being hoisted onto the deck, you don't see Vemoth and Eek uh turning the crank you see two different looking guys hoisting the crank and whatnot next to them you see t- uh um a big another big goliath who looks to be manacling the two goliath fellows of yours and uh you see a human uh kicking len or off the 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 deck and whatnot like down to where the brothers are being held and everything the guy turns and it looks like the fellow you guys got into a kerfuffle with earlier 
Oh, I'm gonna burn your ship. <laughs> see his face is oh, see his face. His yeah, you see his face is still fudged up from earlier, although the word pussy's been wiped off. And as you two lock eyes, and he realizes that it's you that he's caught, you see that same motherfucking shit-eating grin. Well. Time for him to die. Um, <laughs> so with that, you guys are dropped onto the deck and you're forcefully pulled out. And when he also spots Naomi in there, you see he looks super pleased with himself. Uh, Get looks confused as to what's going on. And you're immediately told to like throw down your weapons or else, you know, your companions are going to be gutted and thrown over. <laughs> So do you surrender? Which companions? Uh, he points down at the two gnome brothers and your two Goliath fellows. And he's just like, I'm her. She's going to fetch a fantastic price. And I would imagine you will as well. So. Nope. Fuck that shit. We're fighting. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that shit. No. <laughs> oh, okay. <So. laughs> <laughs> all right uh yeah so i'm gonna just throw my bow on him and see if i can catch him right in the throat uh i need to just go ahead and make a will save as you draw your weapon will save that motherfucking natural one yes God the dm wins for the night <laughs> you suddenly feel compelled to lower your arm and they also feel very heavy too. Bastards. <laughs> Again, he chuckles uh... under he chuckles under his breath as he sees this happening to him. He's like, There there, kitty boy. It's gonna be alright. Two more levels. I've had advantage on those freaking rolls. <laughs> Two more levels. <laughs> Two more. And with that, you are overpowered by a couple of his bigger fellows, not the same weak ass guys from earlier on the streets these guys look very experienced as they clap manacles across your wrists and kick your bow out of your hands and what and you guys have found yourself taken on by these brutes and that is where we're gonna leave it Thanks for joining us for the Arius Adventures here on Party Advantage. Come check out our community on our Discord channel and hang out with the cast and fellow fans of the show by following the link in the description down below. Find us on Twitter and Facebook using at Party Advantage to check out fun post polls and special announcements. Also, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so that you stay current with all our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Come back next week for the Farwin Saga run by fellow DM Rob Kerr. Will the party find an advantage on their next encounter? Only one way to find out. See you then.